Welcome to the podcast. Really excited for you to hear the episode today with Henley and Evangelist Pastor Andrew Kabala. Uh, we talk about whether or not God still heals today, um, how to be encouraged and equipped to pray for the sick, and there's also a prayer on the end for anyone that you know who is sick. Believe that faith was released, and they're going to see a miracle in Jesus' name. So, enjoy this episode with Pastor Andrew. Welcome to the podcast. Today I have Pastor Andrew Kabala, a healing evangelist, also local pastor, preached and uh, ministered internationally. And uh, it's an honor to have you on the podcast today. Pastor Andrew, thanks for coming in. Hey, Corey. It's a pleasure to be here. That's awesome. Um, wanted to just, as we get started, just if you could share a little bit about your journey, your journey of faith, um, what God's been doing in your life, just so everyone who's listening can get to know you. A little bit. No, Corey. Well, first of all, can I just say um, what an honor it was to minister this morning in your phenomenal church and just want to say how incredible you and Kelly are and what a sensational worship team. Um, everybody was just on, on point today and you're, you're building a phenomenal church. Come on. And uh, so Queenstown's blessed, buddy. Thank you. And um, what's interesting is, you, you are right, I have traveled the world a few times, but I am born and bred a New Zealander just down the road, as you know, Corey, in a little town in Gore. <laughs> Come on, Gore. Yep. Youngest of eight in my family. My dad celebrated his 90, 90th birthday today, and um, all the family were down uh, ministering, oh, not ministering, celebrating with him, and uh, sensational. Um, and I guess, you know, a lot of people say they had a, a hard childhood or you've heard these stories before, but my, my childhood was phenomenal. Mm. I just got looked after my brothers and sisters and my mum and dad until the age of 13 when I had a bit of a roadblock when I was diagnosed with leukaemia. Mm. Obviously, that's a, 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 bit of, a, a bit of a... Change in plans as a 13-year-old who just wanted to be an all-black or play yeah. in the New Zealand cricket team. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I was really battling with that. Um, uh, part of my journey is that at the age of 13 in Invercargill Hospital, in an isolation unit, nobody could kind of hear in, nobody could hear out. It was a sterile environment because they had to make sure that I didn't get it an infection of any sort. But after a couple of weeks of um, chemotherapy, I was, I was very sick. And in the, in the middle of the night, I yelled out to God and I said, God, you know, I, I hate you. What have you done? You're killing me. Uh, and, and we often blame God for God's, for tragedies. Mm. And um, sometimes I think God's shoulders are big enough to handle our disappointment. But... Uh, then I remembered it in my Sunday school days, and, and Corey, that's how powerful kids' church is. Yeah, come on. People don't realize that when you're sowing these seeds into young people, that they actually go in. And I remember in my darkest moment hearing about, remembering a song about God opening blind eyes and deaf people hearing. Mm. And I thought, God, if you created the heavens and the earth, if blind people can see, then you can heal me. I lifted up my hands. And I said, God, I won't muck around like my brothers do. I won't get drunk. And if you heal me today, 
and and we often do this is we bargain with God. I said, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say whatever you want me to say. I'll go wherever you want me to say. Go, and right then I felt the presence of God like a like a hot blanket fall over me. I guess I didn't have any context to what was happening mm. because nobody had told me about the Holy Spirit. And so, but I knew something had happened. The the feeling, the, the occasion was enormous. Yeah. And uh, I didn't tell anybody, but within a couple of weeks I was in remission, which was pretty quick for the type of leukemia. Yeah. And then... Um, I was kind of like in and out of hospitals a little bit, had to have radiotherapy, kind of skip school a bit. But I met a really pretty girl, her name is Lisa, in school, and she asked me to a Presbyterian youth group. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> and um, and the youth pastors who you met this morning... Yeah, that was incredible. Um, ...led me to the Lord. And I just want to pause there because... People don't realize how powerful prayer is. Mm. People, you know, they, they talk about it, but it's, it's true, Corey. Half our, half our churches had no idea. And the reason I know that to be factual is because if they knew our prayer meetings would be filled. Yeah. If they knew that people would run to the altar. Mm. Because one prayer can, can take you out of hell and put you into heaven. Mm. Your whole eternity changes because of a prayer. Yeah, so good. One minute you're in a wheelchair, now a prayer later, you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the gate. I mean, <laughs> that's how powerful prayer is. Yeah. And all through the Bible, all the stories about people praying and God moving. Yeah, come on, crying oh, out. Oh, yeah. Come on, church. We've got to understand how powerful prayer is. God hears our prayers. And I'm amazed that this little foot. 15-year-old boy praying a prayer, asking Jesus into his life, not really understanding the enormity of the moment, mm. prayed a prayer and boom, something something happened. I didn't, again, not really knowing what yeah. happened, yeah. but something happened. And that, that, was a, that was a big deal. And shortly after that, and I won't go into too much details, but the leukemia came back. The The... I thought when you become a Christian, everything would go your way. Like the sun would be sunnier, girls would just fall at your feet somehow, or, you know, just things would go your way. But that wasn't the case. I've, now I've got leukemia, but um, the the word crisis literally means turning point. Mm. The first time I blamed God, yeah. this time I embraced God. Mm. And I had lots of people praying with me, walking with me. It was a different occasion like mm. many of my doctors were christians my nurses were christians and i and and, and if you're a, a doctor or a nurse thank you f- for your faith and your kind words and your support and um you know i love you <laughs> thank you so much for spending time with me yeah i love our medical profession but when i was um after my bone marrow transplant i was very sick mm. and um i was touch and go whether i'd live and again, my youth pastors walked into my hospital room mm. and said, Andrew, we believe that we can heal you, Corey. It's hard, It's just hard to explain. Mm. Hard to explain. I was so, so sick. I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he was saying that if he had known what was happening to me, mm. he wouldn't have let me do it mm. because 
literally it felt like torture sometimes. Treatment wise. With the treatment. Yeah. And um I I could have said to them, Don't tease me. Mm. Don't get my hopes up now. Yeah. After five years, now yeah. you're walking in in my last moments saying God's going to heal you. Mm. So where, I guess where was the faith for me? Mm. And I guess I don't really have a lot, but the Bible says all you need is faith as small as a mustard seed. Yeah. And so I think that the very fact that I allowed them to pray for me, even in my disbelief, mm. was enough faith for God to do what he needed to do. And after, <laughs> after, so and after they prayed, every hour I was getting a blood test because I was, you know, touch and go what was happening. Mm. And um, the, the doctor walked in and said, hey, Andrew, your blood's turned around. Oh. And I remember going, wow, amazing, Corey. Yeah. I just need to circle back to this. Prayer is powerful. Yeah. We're talking, prayer is talking to God. Mm. People, they don't know. Yeah. And so to the, today, if they can hear, remember anything, yeah, pray. Yeah. If you're stuck, pray. Come on. And something's going to shift for you. Yeah. And um, I, I better, I'll, I'll stop now because I'll start preaching. As, no, that's fine. And the, you can preach as much as you want. We're in a podcast. <laughs> so um, that, I guess that's the foundation mm. of where, where I came from. Mm. I, found, I found Christ and it really meant something. And then God intervened for me, and that was incredible. That's amazing. Can I ask what the prayer was like? What what was the, was the prayer like? Did it feel different when they came and prayed for you? Did you know something had shifted? I mean, because I th- guess I'm trying to get rid of the the Hollywood theatrics of something incredible happening in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the natural, but obviously spiritually, something shifted. Corey, I, I I knew that something had happened, mm. and um, a lot of people want to feel something. Yeah, you know, I, I, I and I have felt something mm. many many times, but also, you know, I just believe that their prayer and their faith was carrying me at that time. Yeah, come on. So you know, there there was no angels in the room. Mm. Um, I was desperately ill. But they they came, they came believing. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, look at the Bible. I mean, your faith has made you well. You know, as you believe, there's lots of scriptures about that. Yeah, that's incredible. Such a good testimony. Um, so obviously healed, completely healed, and then and um, not no longer fifteen. We won't we won't say how he's still young, still a young man. Obviously, fifty-one. Fifty-one. There you go. Um, that's awesome. But I love what you're saying. I, that crisis is a turning point, and obviously, especially with sickness, a lot of people get mad at the Lord or disillusioned and and leave. But you turn the other way and turn to Him, and obviously, He showed Himself to be faithful as He is. So I think that's incredible. Um, how would you, with with all that said, um, obviously now you you pray for other people. You've got a, a, he- a healing ministry. Yep. You um, go around um, different countries and cities and people get healed. There's obviously, as you said this morning, we had you um, with us this morning, been here last year, and even the Parkinson testimony was absolutely incredible. Mm. I don't know. Do you, do you want to share that one? I think it would be great for people to hear just to yeah. 
Sure. Just, I mean, just some testimonies of what God's done. and Yeah, th- things, things are just... I, I've never seen so many miracles happening right here now. Yeah. Just in their local church and in their local area. Um, one of the stories is that um, a guy, his name is Peter Scarborough, uh, maybe 10 years ago when I was traveling around speaking at different churches, he, he was in one of the meetings, had a busted up back mm. and a lot of pain for many years. And short stories, he got healed in that in that service. Yeah. A few years later, he's diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, mm. which is a, a terrible disease as well. And he was sitting there thinking, well, Andrew's planted a church. He heard that I planted a church in Wollongong here in Australia mm. and um, thought, I'm going to go mm. and into Andrew's meeting because yeah. he healed me back then. I'm going to find him and I'm going to come. Yeah. And so um, he writes to our office and says, I'm coming. And I'm thinking, well, it's a 12-hour drive. Yeah. And he's driving with his wife. So I wasn't really sure if he'd turn up, but sure enough, I saw him as I was preaching. He came down the altar. We weren't very big back then, maybe like 60 or so people. And uh, the worship was roaring, you know, just, a, just had that feeling of occasion. Mm. And I kind of like just stopped the service halfway through my message. He says, come on, Peter, we're going to pray for you. The whole church gathered around. Yeah. And we prayed for him. And um, he was quite shaky at the start, at the end of the prayer. Um, all the symptoms he told us had left. Wow. And, and now a few, well, maybe a few months later, he's been to the doctors, got all the doctor's reports. Mm. You can see the um, testimony on YouTube, actually. I don't really like it because he says, I went to the small church. <laughs> 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 it's not, I feel like it's, I, need, why don't, I wanted to edit that part out. <laughs> it's a fastest dream, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's all just pride. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he shares, to the, he, the doctors can't believe it. They're saying what's happened. But his, his, his story has gone viral with over 100,000 views now. Mm. And, um, and now many people have, are coming to our church with Parkinson's disease, believing mm. for their miracle and receiving their miracle. That's amazing, yeah. And also, um, Corey, once a month we do a live uh, healing service mm. uh, for people all around the world, and they can look in, and we and I see who the names are who are alive and what problems they've yep. got, and yep. I pray for them by name. That's awesome. And last month we had forty people with Parkinson's disease online on the call. On the call. Wow, how amazing is that? That is incredible. And in America, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, when I was there, we had four people turn up. Mm. From like long distances away mm. to be to be prayed for. So yeah, just it's amazing what God's doing with that story. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing testimony. I love that. Um, so was it? It was it the fact that you got healed that gave you the faith to then pray for others, or is it a combination of biblical understanding of what Jesus accomplished? plus the reality in your own life, or how would you? There's no doubt about it that because God touched my life, mm. there's um, a, a, 
I, I guess, first of all, because God touched my life, he, healing and, and something happened. Yeah. Um, it was talked about. Mm-hmm. And my youth pastors encouraged me. They said, hey, Andrew, you know, just because God healed you in such a significant way, maybe God would use you in healing. Yeah. And so even in the early days, mm. you know, if somebody was sick in youth group, I'd say, come on, Andrew, let's pray for them. And, you know, and, you know, and, and every now and then would get a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, was awesome. like, I was like, wow, this is pretty great. Yeah. But my my faith grew. Yeah. And like anything, as you, if you keep on doing things, mm. you know, your gift grows. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that I've got a gift of healing. I think healing for me is about focus. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you just do something for a long time mm. and think about it for a long time, you, you get comfortable in that space. Mm. For example, Corey, like if you had a, an, an, an older car that you've been doing up for a long time, mm. but there's just something wrong with it, something in the engine, you can't figure it out. Mm. Do you bring it to the apprentice or do you bring it to the old guy who's mm. been working with cars for 60 years? Yeah. And the answer is you bring it to the, the guy who's been doing it for a long time because without even looking at the car, just mm. hearing the engine, he'd probably know what's wrong with it. Yeah. Because it's just focus. He's just in and out, day mm. in, day out, day in, day out. Mm. And that skill level is real. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a muscle. Yeah. Faith's a muscle. Yeah. And so once you do it, do it, do it. Yeah. There's a cheekiness inside of me. Yeah. Hard to explain. Like in knowing, if I get a word of knowledge, mm. think about that person, wow. I feel confident that they're going to get healed. Mm. And so that's a, a, a belief inside of me and my gut. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm going to definitely pray for you soon. That's, that's what I'm thinking. That's amazing. Um, so obviously you're saying, obviously faith is, well, Jesus said you can, well, the disciples asked Jesus to help us increase our faith, right? So there's obviously faith is, a, is something that we can exercise. Um, how would you encourage someone who wanted to obviously, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you agree with me, but I, I personally believe that it says that signs, wonders and miracles will follow those who believe. So I, I personally believe that people, an, an everyday believer who believes that Jesus can heal should better lay hands on somebody and see them recover. Would you, would you think that's, is it, do you agree with that? Or do you think there's like a gift of a, a special gift of healing? No. Or do you believe that every everyday believers can lay hands with faith and believe? Corey, I don't think I've got a gift of healing. Yeah. I just think I think about it all the time. Mm. So, do, like, and, and I guess inside of me, the, the gift grows. But, mm. um, so that, to answer that is, to answer that is, everybody should lay hands on sick people. Yeah. Every Christian. Yeah. That's your job. Yeah. If you're a Christian, hello, hello. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's true. Tell, tell somebody about Jesus. Put, yeah. you, put your hand on them. Yeah. Ask God to heal them. Yeah. Don't need fancy words. Come on. Just just, just be obedient. Yeah. And, you know, Corey, like, like I'm, I'm trying to say something that where God wants you to be healed more than you realize. Hmm. 
God wants people to be healed more than realize. And how do I know that? It's because on the way to be nailed on that cross mm. for our salvation, mm. he was whipped, beaten, you know, severely beaten. Mm. We see these nice pictures of the cross, on the yeah, cross yeah. and he's just smiling and yeah. got a couple of nails in his hands. No, no, no. Mm. He, he, almost unrecognizable. Mm because of the the torture that happened to him. And the Bible says, by his stripes were healed. And so we understand that every whipping, every beating was for our healing. And Jesus went to humongous lengths, huge lengths for our healing and for our salvation. Mm. And that's why God will use a donkey to get somebody healed. Mm. God God will use unqualified people perhaps you could say yeah but if i if i could just pivot now mm. and, and and because people people say answer ask me these questions all the time mm-hmm. you know can can um you know you know a novice christian get somebody healed of course they can because god god wants to use people he's willing yeah he's willing yeah but there is there is some there are like influences mm-hmm. in healing or, like, or people involved in healing and I think I mm. think just to start by saying God is involved in healing mm. and people say to me you know just oh, I don't know if God wants to heal me well mm. as I just circle back he went to so much trouble yep. for our healing yeah for our healing so. I know that Jesus died on the cross to save me from my sin. Mm-hmm. And we should also know and recognize that Jesus' stripes or the beatings were for our healing. Yeah. So he's front-footed. He's done all the heavy lifting. Yeah. He, there's, there's, he's made it available. He's made it available. Yeah. He, he, he wants you. People say, does God want to heal you? My answer is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Corey... Church is ageist. Mm. So what do you mean by that? Well, if you're 90 with cancer, mm. you say, well, he's run his race. Mm. We'll, we'll pray for him. Yeah. Mm. If somebody's five with cancer, mm. the whole church fasts. True. True. We have prayer meetings all night. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Yeah. But God wants to heal the ninety-year-old mm. as much as the five-year-old. Yeah, come on. And He's not ageist. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good point. He just wants you to be healed. Yeah. So the first influence of healing is God. The second, and and again for the listeners, I want to say that God can do whatever He wants. Yeah. Because He's God. Yeah. And you can't put Him in a box. Yeah. But there are things that we can talk about. Yeah. And that is one of them. Mm-hmm. If you've got a friend, they say, well, does God want me to heal you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So just that's the bottom line. Yeah. So is that the, will- the willingness of God to heal? Yep. God's will to... Obviously, you see that in the life of Jesus all the time, right? Exactly. If you're willing, mm. you will, you know, praise for the leper. I'm willing. I'm willing. Yeah. There's no... I actually, I can't actually find biblically where anyone came to Jesus and said... Would you heal me? And he says, I'm, I'm not willing. Well, there you go. So, 
I don't know. That's you, what I go off. You should, you should preach that around the world. Hundred uh, percent. I'd love to do that. <laughs> okay. So the second, the second, yeah, is the person doing the praying. Okay. And this is what we're talking about. Now, God can use somebody that's a brand new Christian day one. Yep. But God has called me and you to be pastors and leaders. Mm-hmm. And he, he says it like this in James 5. If anybody's in trouble, they should pray. Mm-hmm. If you're sick, no, if you've sinned, mm. call, um, confess your sins. Yep. One another. To one another. Yep. Faithful and just. Yep. Forgive your sins. Excuse me, just. Um, and then it says, call on the elders of the church. Mm. And they will anoint you with oil, and the prayer of faith will make you well. Yep. Um, the prayer of a righteous man mm-hmm. is powerful and effective, and we often miss that part out. What's righteous? Mm. Who are elders? Mm-hmm. Elders are people who, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, they had a job description. Mm-hmm. They these people are men and women of God. Yeah, they're not mucking around. No. They, they've got faith in their bones. Mm-hmm. They, they they they're believing that something's going to. To happen. Yeah. I said to our church, if you're sick in hospital, mm. I'll send you flowers mm. and and bring you chocolates. Mm. But I'm also coming with the power of God. Yeah. I'm coming believing that something's going to shift Come in on. your life and a miracle is going to happen yeah. in your hospital. Yeah. But other, other people will just do the flowers. Yeah. Which is nice. Yes. But you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Unless somebody has faith. Someone's got to turn up in faith, yeah. And and, that, and that's why, you know, our church is called Believe Church. Yeah. Because I believe that, um, you know, we, we're believing for people's miracles. Mm. And so anyway, the person praying for people is kind of important. Yeah. Because, you know, when I'm praying before church, mm. I'm I'm praying what's going to happen in church when I'm praying before I go to the hospital. Mm. What's going to happen in the hospital? Yeah, something is going to shift. Mm. Believing, so I'm just not turning up ill-equipped. Yeah, I'm I'm turning up. I've read my Bible. Yeah, I've done my due diligence. I'm praying as much mm-hmm. as I can. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got a word from heaven. Yeah, and now I'm turning up in faith. In faith. Yeah. And so yeah. there's, there's something cooking inside of me. Yeah, come on. And, and Corey, let's just be honest. Like, oftentimes we get caught off guard. Mm. You know, I might be watching um, a sporting event or something, mm. and then, you know, somebody's sick and they've asked me to pray for them. Mm. Well, I haven't spent two hours praying or, mm. you know, for that particular moment. Yeah. But it's not that. It's, it's, it's like the residue mm. inside of me yeah. that's been there for you know, bubbling away for years now, yeah. years of faith. Yeah. And so that can just come out of me. Yeah. Because it's, because it's, it's in, it's in me. It's almost birthed, isn't it? It's yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just inside of me. Mm. And so don't be discouraged if you're listening today and say, well, I'm just starting out. Yeah. Because we've all started out. Yeah, exactly. We've, yeah. We've, we've all started out and, yeah. and you should put your hand on the, Fully expecting yep. that something's going to happen Come in on. their life. Yeah. So, you know, Corey, can I, like, I kind of tease a lot of pastors sometimes because 
I see them praying, and they they just miss one little point. Yeah. And that's like you know the power of God's going to touch you, and you know, and they're saying, "Yeah, it's so awesome! I can feel God's presence," which is amazing. Yeah. But when they've got a broken back or something, mm. the the miracle happens when you say, "Bend down now." Yeah. That's the sticking point. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. I can tell on their face mm. they're not really a hundred percent sure. Yeah. But when they bend down and the pain's gone, yeah, and they can touch their toes and yeah. they haven't done that for twenty years. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Come on. a light goes on. Yeah. And you can see it in their eyes and they go, Oh and I, and I go and you would have heard me say it many times, that's what healing feels like. Mm. Because they don't know what healing feels like. Mm. People mm. will say to me all the time. The pain's gone, Andrew. Yeah. And I go, yeah, and that's what healing feels like. And then they go, oh. And you can almost see the anointing. It's <laughs> amazing. Just drop upon them. Yeah, come on. Because they don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the third one. You don't have to move on. You don't have to go fast. It's good. I'm just I'm excited because we've seen that happen here a couple of weeks ago. lady literally could not touch her toes. Start a service. Then pray for a back and hip. Bang. You're a beast. Amazing. You're you're it was incredible. You're a healing beast. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm excited because what what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, and that is the that is the next awkward step I find is is to pray for someone, then ask them to test it out, or has anything shifted or changed? It, it's that. That's the miracle. That's the miracle there, right? That's, that's I mean, you can pray and just walk away and just, but it. God, God can still do it. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's that's. It's that awkward tension part, though, when... It's accelerating yeah. the miracle. Yeah. It's like when you say, oh, how's your shoulder feeling? They go, oh, it feels like, give, it a, give it a wiggle. Yeah. Just move it a little yeah. bit. They go, oh, sh- man. It's <laughs> good. It seems better. <laughs> Come on. And then, you, and then you say, just teaching you guys, mm. that's what healing feels like. Yeah. And then they all go, oh. That's so good. The penny drops. That's good. For anyone who's listening, that's a great, mm-hmm. great pa- practical outworking. The third person or influence of healing is the person receiving the healing. Mm. Now, all through the Bible, and especially in the New Testament, um, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Go, your faith, is, you know, mm. your, your faith, your faith. True. But, Corey, we've, we've been in church a long time now, and you would have experienced sometimes when... People walk walk up for healing. Maybe, maybe a, a, a well-meaning parishioner mm-hmm. has brought them to church, but they're angry with God. Yep, angry with their family, perhaps. Mm. Just angry at you. Yeah, <laughs> like they're just like just not in a good spot. Mm. Now, again, I need to be careful what I'm saying. God can heal the most ratbaggest person. Yeah, he he is sovereign. Yeah, he can do whatever. He wants. Yeah. But I think if you're standing on the altar with your arms folded, mm. growling at God, mm. it's tough. Mm. It's tough. Yeah. He says, I knock at the door of your heart. And um, open the door. So the Bible says if you, he knocks at the door. Mm. If you open the door, he'll come in. Mm. Acts 1.8 says, and you will receive power mm. when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Corey, your ability to receive yeah, it's good. is the key. Yep. And a part of a pastor's job 
is to open people's hearts to receive God. Mm. And that's why we preach the full gospel, like yeah. we were talking about before. Yeah. God heals, he saves, yeah. sets people free. Yeah. And we, and we preach that. And the Bible says in signs and wonders will follow mm. the preaching of the gospel. Yeah. But we can't always do that at the park. No. We can't always do that, you know, at a hospital bed. Mm. You know, go through all the spiritual, uh, you know, yeah. laws. Yeah. But we can share our story. Yeah. Um, and to open people's hearts mm. to, to the gospel. So... Um, a friend of mine um, said to me, oh, listen, my dad's really sick. Like, mm. A very good friend. Mm. And um, he's dying of cancer. He owned a tobacco farm. Mm. And they said, would you fly down? And so me and Janine and we were all talking about it. It could be a good idea. So anyway, we're walking to the hospital. And my friend turns to me and says, Andrew, I've been so scared because my dad hates Christians. <laughs> I haven't told him that you're coming. It's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise attack. Yeah. I said, no problem. Yeah. We, this will be fine. Mm. So I walk in there. Corey, there have been many times I've walked into a hospital mm. room and I've felt something. Mm. Felt like cold. Mm. Felt like death was already in the room. Mm. So I was sitting there and I said, hey, you know, I'm just friends with Monty. And, and uh, you know, I, I said, I, I was in a tricky spot like you. Mm. I said, but you're, you're a good man, mm. Bob. You're a good man. And he's like, yeah. And I said, so uh, so I just thought I'd just share my story a little bit. Mm. And I've learned how to share my te whole testimony in like three minutes. Yeah, nice. Share my story. And uh, it was a little bit touch and go, you know, mm. not really awesome mm. at the moment. And I said, Bob, I'd like to pray for you. Mm. He said, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be right. Mm. <laughs> now, I know that he thinks that I'm going to go home and pray for him. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks I'm going to go home and pray for yeah, him. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just smiling a little bit. And Bob's mum was in the room <laughs> as well. And I said, hey, Bob. Can we just do a little short prayer now? Mm. He goes, all right. True story, Corey. I got my little iPhone out, mm. put on that song. I believe the God of miracles, mm. miracles. Obviously, I'm not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> but when I put that song on, something shifted in the room. Mm. You can control the atmosphere. Yeah. So I walk in, death's in the room. Mm. Now we're starting to pray. That's good. Turn on the miracle song. Mm. I believe in miracles. And so, you know, I'm praying for Bob, just in my seat. Mm. God, just touch Bob. He's a good man. Mm. What a great man. Thank you for his healing. Thank you that his bones, cancer's going to leave his body. Mm. Prayers like this. And even as, even as I'm just like praying now, Corey, I can feel the anointing of God just, just come upon me. And uh, so anyways, after a few minutes, I said, Bob, do you think it would be right if I put my hand on your shoulder? Mm. He goes, yeah, that'd be right. So now we've got the miracle song happening. Yeah. God's in the room. Yeah. Put my hand on his shoulder. Yeah. It's getting more and more open, eh? Boom. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So now we've got this thing happening. Mm. 
So everybody's crying in the room. Mm. The nurse is crying. Mum's now crying. Mm. Everybody's crying. I said, Bob, we're asking Jesus for a miracle, mm. but we need the miracle inside you. Mm. And we need to ask forgiveness for any sin in our life because mm. sin separates us from God. Mm. Would you like to pray and ask Jesus to come into your life today? Yeah. Bob says, yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> That's awesome. So now I'm leading Bob to the Lord. Yeah. I said, come on, Mum, pray this prayer with us. So yeah. now I've got Bob and Mum mm. praying a prayer, asking Jesus into their life. Wow. Bob's crying. I said, Bob, what can you feel? He says, I feel warmth all through my body. <laughs> That's awesome. I said, how good's that? Yeah. I said, Bob, after our prayer, what can, can't you do? Mm. He's riddled with cancer. He says, I haven't been able to stand. I said, come on. The nurse is now getting a bit fidgety. <laughs> of course she is. Yeah. 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 But up he stands. Wow. And he gets healed, Corey. Wow. Gets healed. That's epic. And what I'm trying to say is our job, Corey, mm. every, every person listening, mm. our job is to open people's lives up to so receive good. Jesus. Yeah, it's so good. And to receive their miracle. Yeah. And the truth mm. is, Corey, you can get to heaven with cancer, mm. but you can't get to heaven with sin in your life. Mm. So people say I'm a healing evangelist, but mm. actually I'm an evangelist healer. Yeah. Because the most important thing is to get them in yep. the kingdom. Come on. And so, but there have been plenty of times when people have got their arms folded and growling at me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not too sure if something's happened. Yeah. And so there, if people are open, yeah. God... Is more likely to do things, but yeah. you can resist mm. and say no. I That's don't, true. I don't. I, I don't want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the fourth person is who's involved in healing is definitely the devil. Mm. People don't like to talk about that so much, but in John ten says that he came to to yep. rob, kill, and destroy, destroy, yeah. destroy. Yep. destroy what? Mm. Kill, kill what? Mm. Well, if you can, your salvation, hundred mm. percent. Yeah. But definitely your healing. Yeah. If like, I feel like every time we're praying for healing, it's almost like a deliverance prayer. Yeah. Like I'm asking God to break, shift atmospheres over people's lives. Mm. And Corey, you know, like, and this may sound out of context for a lot of people, but and they might think this is odd. But oftentimes when I'm praying for people. Mm. And and I might say, you know, in the name of Jesus, devil, get off. Mm. And they think that I'm delivering that particular person. I'm I'm not. Mm. I'm actually praying for me. Yeah. Because when I'm praying for people, yeah, there's like a thousand voices in my head, mm. and the and the devil's just telling me they're not going to get healed. Yeah. This is embarrassing. Mm. Sit down. Yeah. Go away. And um, and I know mm. because I'm hearing voices like that, like in my own, my own insecurities. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. They're, they're hearing the same thing. Yeah. No question. Mm. And and so, you know, the Bible says that we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but powers mm-hmm. and principalities, rulers of an unseen realm. Yeah. And that's who I'm fighting. Mm. And so. You know, I need to be fired up. Yeah. Prayed up. Yeah, come on. As much as I can. Spiritual warfare, eh? I'm walking in. Yeah. With my, with my 
Bible on one hand, you know what I mean? And <laughs> ready to go. I'm ready to go. Go to work, yeah. I love that. Because it did say Jesus said that he come to he came to destroy the works of the devil, right? And so he went around and he it was healing, healing people and delivering yes. them and setting them free. So that, that's all that's all demonic. That's just the, the devil's activity. The whole New Testament's about Jesus walking around performing miracles. Yeah. The and kingdom then, of God. And then we wonder, does God want us to do it? Well, yeah. hello. <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Do you want to answer that? You answered that with the hello. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Get going. Get going. That's so good. Oh, that's really, that's 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 good. Are you preaching that tonight? Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Corey. Pastor Andrew's preaching tonight. And we're going to see some, God do some incredible things. So that's exciting. I was going to talk about. I mean, I'm fired up now. I was going to talk about, are you hungry? Yeah. But um, well, you can. I'm going to do whatever you tell me. You can. Oh, you mean tonight or now? Tonight. Tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet as. No, you talk about whatever you feel God's asking you to talk about. Um, that's really good, and I love how you frame that. I love how you've there's a there's a path to grow, growing and being intentional and continually stepping out. But there's also a starting point of just um laying on hands and believing that Jesus can do it. Corey, the starting point is to come to a great church. Mm. Corey, calm, tell, guys, come to a great church. Find a great church mm. that believes in the miraculous, believes in the power of God. Yeah. People who, who are good pastors, trustworthy pastors, mm. because that they will model this. Yeah. They will help you. Yeah. And and that's why it's, and that's why it's so powerful. Even the, even back in the day, they said that mm. if you're sick, come to church. True. Let the elders pray for you. Yeah. The whole congregation's watching. Yeah. And when you see somebody walk out of a wheelchair, what does that do to your faith? <laughs> True. You just skyrocketed. When you hear the testimony of cancer leaving, what does that do to your faith? Yeah. You're skyrocketing. Yeah. And it's key. It's important. It's not something to trivialize. Mm. I, I would travel an hour. People travel an hour plus to come to our church on a Sunday. Mm. And, um, you know, you know Peter Scarborough's testimony. Mm. He had to travel 12 hours. Yeah. Corey, this blows my mind. How many churches did he pass yeah. to come to our church? Yeah. But he knew that, not that I'm the, the bee's knees, mm. he knew that there was faith in the room. Yeah. If I get there, someone's going to. Somebody. Someone with faith is going to lay somebody's hands on gonna, Somebody's yeah, going to come do it. on. We're going to do it. Yeah. So the first step is get to a, a great church. Yeah. Learn, serve. Be part of it, eh? Put out chairs. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do mm. to get into the room, you mm. know. And that, I bet you, if I, I bet you that was your starting point. Yeah. Helping a kids' church, youth yeah. group. Yes. Yep. And and uh, you know, mm. I heard a great pastor talk about what's in your hand and what's in your heart. Mm. And he said, you know, oftentimes in your hand is is like the mundane kind of things. Yeah. But in your heart, it's like I want to be involved in healing or yeah. evangelism. Yeah. You think where's that going to come from? Mm. You just do what you need to do in church world now, as good as you can. Yeah. And then in the right time, mm. God just breathes. Oh, 100%. On and boom. Yeah, it's all ministry to the Lord, isn't it? Regardless of what it is. I mean, you can stack a chair and pray for the second. You, you do both unto the Lord. 100%. Right? It's beautiful. 100%. It's so good. It's funny because, I, I mean, I, I actually went, because I was raised in church, so I got, I heard about a God who heals, but I'd never really seen. Actually, I did see a guy, I seen a guy who was deaf, completely deaf, 
in Tiana and a and a guy came through to pray for him and his he could hear. Amazing. Like it was a, it was incredible. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. But I remember being really mad with the Lord because I I was frustrated about where I was at myself. And I said, God, I've never I've never seen you heal anybody. Mm-hmm. I read Book of Acts and all through the Bible, Jesus going around healing. And it says silly things like all diseases and every affliction, you know what I mean? Like it's very, it's very broad. No matter what they came to mm. to Jesus with, he would he healed them. Wow. And I remember he saying to me, I said, God, I've just never seen you heal anyone. And he responded and said, Corey, you've never you've never laid hands on a sick person. Wow. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Here I am telling the Lord that no one gets healed or he doesn't heal people. And I'd never wow. never stepped out and prayed for anyone. And then from that day I actually begin to see people get healed in it not big stuff to be fair because i was growing mm. but i mean migraines and backs and shoulders and tennis elbows and it's big stuff i, see, I seen a guy's leg grow out it just there's wild stuff you know but it never would have happened unless i'd taken that 100%. that first step you know what i mean so i think that's beautiful 100 percent. Mm. you know Corey, it's interesting that you would just say <clears throat> it's not big stuff it's big stuff to them true you know, when you've got a painful back mm. and you get healed, mm. that's big stuff. Yeah, true. I know what you're saying, like blind eyes or deaf people or something like that. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I, I try to do, and, and you, you've been around many conferences and stuff like that, mm. and, you know, the, these inverted commas big speakers come through, mm. and you see people getting prayed for every now and then, and I kind of cringe sometimes because every time I'm thinking about the person I'm praying for, I'm thinking, this could be my mum mm-hmm. or my dad. Yeah, it really does change the way you pray. It's true. And if you're new mm. to praying, mm. and you might be praying for, you know, a person that you're not too sure about or whatever, but think this could be my brother. Mm. What would Jesus do? What would you do? Yeah. And you know, you heard me this morning say, "Hey guys, don't don't get a coffee." Yeah. While we're praying for sick people. Yeah, come on. Because Coffees can wait. Yeah. But if we actually believe that every prayer counted, mm. you would stay in the room. Yeah. Because it's your mum yeah. on that altar today. So true. Yeah. Miracles. Yeah. Come on. That's amazing. Like I actually, one of the first people I seen here was a young boy with a, he had a growth on his spine and his mum brought him up and he, his, he was about the same age as one of my sons. Mm. And I remember the Lord saying to me, Pray for him like he's your kid. You know, like I could literally cry right now. Like, pray for him like he's yours. And we prayed for him and that that growth or whatever it was just disappeared. Absolutely incredible. incredible. But I remember just that marked me. I was like, well, this 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 praying for people, this ministry thing is is so much more mm. intimate and personal than what, you know, the people you're praying for, God absolutely adores them, you know. Yeah. He loves them and that's always been his his motivation. Hundred percent. And so I loved what that actually reminded when you said that this morning. I was like, oh man, that actually brought me back to that <laughs> that moment. You know, when you're praying for someone like he's your kid. Wow. And I was like, oh, because it is. It's he's God's kid, right? Game changer. Amazing. Yeah. So good. That's that's what that's how Jesus thought. Mm. These are my kids. True. So he's he's totally into it. Yeah. He's like, hey, if I can help, it's <laughs> amazing. I'm gonna help. <laughs> Come on. You got anything else that you'd let you want to think would be helpful for the um. For the guys listening today who wanted to... Well, you know, Corey, if people genuinely want to be involved in healing, and as I said, every Christian should, Mm -hmm. 
People say, well, where do I start? Yeah. Number one, read your Bible. Mm. Because, because the Bible says that it renews your mind. You reading your Bible re- renews your mind, transforms you. Mm. And that has power. Mm. And I believe that the Bible is the living word of God. Yeah. Jesus said, let there be light. And there was. was light, yep. There's a creative force that's, that's from the word of God. Mm-hmm. Pray. Mm-hmm. And then people say, well, how long? It's like a muscle. Yeah. You start small mm-hmm. and you grow. Yeah. I read my Bible morning, read it at night, mm. and, and 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 other times as well because mm. you know we're ministers. Yeah. So you know we got the luxury of having time often to do that. Yes. If you're a mechanic, you might not be able to do that all the mm-hmm. time. True. But we can we can do that. Yeah. Read your Bible, pray, tithe. Mm. Why tithe? You say, well, do we have to talk about money? Mm. Tithe's the test of lordship. Mm. So Jesus tells us and talks to us to tithe. Yeah. If we can't, if we can't tithe, mm. which I would say is the, like a, a pretty low level of faith. Mm. How can God send you to Africa? Mm. If you can't be obedient in that small area, mm. how can you do the big thing? True. You can't. Yeah. So you have to have like biblical principles. Mm. I've said to my church, Corey, like on Vision Sunday, which is next weekend, mm. hey, guys, read your Bible, pray, tithe. If you do those three things, you're already in the top 90% of the church world. <laughs> It's sad, though, isn't it? I mean, it's true, but it's sad, yeah. But it's true. Yeah, 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 I know. Because there are little foundations. Yeah. And then I would just say, you know, just begin to serve in church. Mm. Uh, find your gift. Yeah. Let somebody speak into your life and grow. Yeah. And you you wait and see what amazing things happen. Mm. And um, to be in a good church mm. like yourself, mm. man, you, you're going to you're gonna. Be a rock star before you know it. Mm. Just doing amazing things for God. Come on, stretch. Have have faith. Mm. Um, I, uh, Corey, I was hungry. That's what I was t- t- talking about. Yeah, come on, hungry for God. Yeah, and and like you, like when when I went to Bible college, I could not believe that they're opening the Word of God and teaching me. Mm. Tears would just be dripping down my cheeks. Mm. I'd steal the chapel key yeah. at a Bible college and sleep in the chapel <laughs> because I wanted God to know that I was looking for him. Yeah. Like, I know that may sound weird, yeah. but if you're, if you're listening today, yeah. it's, it's not like you, people had to convince me to read my Bible. <laughs> yeah. You didn't need to convince me to pray. Yeah. You, you know, once I knew about tithing, no, no problem. Yeah. 30, Sign me up. Thirty-five years yeah. tithing, giving over and above that. Yeah, I don't. Doesn't even. Not a, even a blink on the radar. I don't even. But the hunger. Mm. I was at every church meeting I could be at. Yeah. Putting out cheers. Come on. And God says, if you're faithful in the little, mm. eh? Yeah. I'll give you much. It's true. I I think I I think in context I could be faithfuler. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. But you just got to do your best. Yeah. What What's in front of you? Yeah. And um, hey, guys, you, you'll be surprised. 
Give God this moment. Mm. Give Him your opportunity. Mm. The Bible says your life is short. It's like a breath. Yeah. You think you've got forever. It's not true. Mm. You've got 70, 80 years if you have strength. Mm. So give God a window. Be brave. Come on. Don't take the credit for God's healings. Mm. Corey, don't take the blame. Yeah. You do what you can do. Do your best. Mm. That's all he says. Do your best. Yeah. So I'm trying to do my best. Yeah. I, I've come tonight to church. Yeah. I'm fired up, mate. Yeah, come on. Like I'm, I'm, excited, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I was walking on the on the foreshore of Queenstown. Yeah. Praying. Come on. Believe in God. Yeah. Something's going to turn. Yeah, Something's yeah, going to yeah. shift. That's awesome. Miracle. Yeah. Somebody's going to get healed tonight. Yeah. Believing people are going to get saved. Come on. 30 people this morning. That's put their true. Hands up. That's true. For Christ, gave their lives to Christ. Yeah. This morning was phenomenal, Corey. Your yep. church is rocking. And it's just going to go grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. Great days are ahead. Come on. God's good. Come on. Man, I'm stirred up just talking to you. I'm glad we've got a service to go to. Or else I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'd probably go bush and talk to the Lord. But... Corey, before we go, yeah. can we pray for people who are sick? 100%. Right yeah, now. Yeah, I was just about to ask you if we could do that. Yeah, come on. Because there are people here watching you've got cancer. Yeah. Parkinson's disease, perhaps. Mm. And and I believe that when we pray, yep. things shift. Come on. There's a creative... People say, well, how can you pray online and through TVs and stuff like that? Because our words have power. Yep. The Bible says our life and death in our words. Yep. And, and there's creative power mm. in the name of Jesus. Prayers work. Mm. Friends, we're going to pray for, for you today. If you've got... Sickness in your body, perhaps on your knee, maybe your heart. Mm. Where and you know we're appropriate. Just put your hand and on that place, and me and Pastor Corey are going to pray. Come on, and ask God to heal you. Yeah, and um, so God, right now we just thank mm. you for your presence you. and your power here, even in this room today. Come on, Lord, your word says that we submit ourselves to God. Mm. And we resist the devil, and he will flee. So right now, I come against death and destruction, yep. infirmity and sickness, and I command it to sh- for that to shift off people's life. I command pain to leave people's bodies right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, that everything is turning now, mm. everything is shifting now. Lord, I pray right now that through your Holy Spirit, you would move cartilage. Heal bones. The yeah. cancer would fall off people. Come on. Father God, that symptoms, symptoms of pain and sickness would leave people's bodies right now through the power of God. Mm. Lord, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for your presence right now to fall on people from the top of the head to the soles of the feet. Yep. Vertebrae beginning to shift and, sh- and move in Jesus' name. Hips to realign yes. in Jesus' name. Babies to be born that could not be born, but a miracle in the name of Jesus. Come on. Everything turning now, mm. everything shifting in the name of Jesus. Just for, just while you're, while, you're, while you're listening, friends, and you've got your hand perhaps on your knee or something, just, 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 just like a prayer, just go, God, thank you for healing me. Yeah. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. For the next 48 hours, every time you think about your problem, just confess that. 
God, thank you for healing me. Mm. Maybe there's a twinge of, uh, a, a, again, just stop. Just say, God, thank you for healing me. Why, why is this so important? It's because when you pray that prayer, it brushes off all those voices, mm. all the torment, every doubt, even your own insecurities, and just realigns you back to God. Come on. God, we just thank you for people's healing today. We celebrate you in the yes, name Jesus. of Jesus. By your stripes, we are healed. Come Amen. Come on. Somebody. Amen. That's awesome. That's so good. I, I believe people are going to get healed just listening to that. And um, that's that's incredible. They, they should write in and tell you, Corey. Yeah. If, yeah How do be they good. even do that? Oh, you can just send me, send me a – you can comment on the podcast episode, actually. So oh, if that's you and you got healed right then when Pastor Andrew was playing, please um, let us know. We'd love to celebrate with you. and. Tell the world. Amen. Amen. Um, Pastor Andrew, how can we, if anyone wants to get a hold of you or stay in contact or support Kabbalah Ministries, um, how would they How would they connect with you? How could they partner with you? Yeah, just jump on our website, Kabbalah Ministries, K-U-B-A-L-A, mm. ministries.com. And uh, just, again, just write to us. Yeah. And they can they can join um, our prayer service oh, awesome. at the end of the month. Yes. As well, I yep. love love to see people online, and you you'll see you'll, when you write in, we'll say by name, we'll take time, and we'll pray for you as well. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you so much, Pastor Andrew, for giving up your time and blessing us with that. It was such a great conversation, and oh, yeah. I, I feel encouraged. So yeah. I know everyone else is going to be stirred. So that's Corey. You're that's a legend. Awesome. You're a legend. Thanks, mate. <laughs> love you, mate. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I uh, hope you enjoyed that episode and um, please write in uh, or message the Instagram or leave a comment on the episode and let us know um, what shifted, what changed. We are believing God that people actually just got healed just by that uh, prayer of faith. So exciting. So if you're not already, please make sure you join the uh, private Facebook group, The Salt Shaker. Uh, it's a community full of people who are encouraging each other and going after the Lord. We share testimonies and um, there's some exclusive content on there. Um, but if you want to connect with us, just go and look for that. That is the Salt Shaker on Facebook. So as always, stay ready and stay salty. See you later.